critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. And as I usually do, let's start off by reviewing a fallacy we covered earlier this season, doublespeak. Okay, you want to hit pause real quick and see if you can remember what doublespeak is? So doublespeak happens when someone purposely uses vague and ambiguous language to confuse or distract you from the real meaning of what they're saying. If someone is using doublespeak with you and it's sounding confusing, the question to ask them is pretty simple. Can you explain that to me in plain English as if I were a five-year-old? Okay, if you want to review or hear more about the doublespeak fallacy, go back and check out episode 147. Guys, if you're needing a fresh go at math in your homeschool, check out CTC Math. Here's what Amber, a homeschooling mom, says about this online program. It is a rare find. My six kids, ages 6 to 15, find it easy and engaging. As a mom, I love seeing them grow in their math journey. Okay, if you're intrigued, you can go check it out at ctcmath.com and learn about a program that families love. The link is going to be in the show notes. Okay, guys, today we are wrapping up the mini-series on statistical fallacies. I really hope this mini-series has been helpful to you. The reality is that it's easy to be fooled and manipulated by numbers and data, especially when someone knows how to present them in a way that's believable and compelling. But it can lead us to make false conclusions and believe wrong things. So we need to have the wisdom to recognize when someone may not be using data correctly, either on purpose or by accident. And I started this little mini-series talking about the book titled How to Lie with Statistics. And I'll end the series the same way. This short little book is a lot of fun to read, and it's definitely going to teach you how to analyze and recognize statistical fallacies when you see them. I think it should be a part of every high school curriculum. It's just super useful information, and it's entertaining to read. All right, with that being said, let's dive into part nine and talk about data dredging. Okay, data dredging happens when someone looks at a set of data and seeks out and tries to create more connections or correlations than are actually there. It's also sometimes called data phishing or data snooping. So one example I found when I was researching this fallacy is a graph that I will send out today via email to those of you who are on my email list. And yes, that is a shameless plug uh, for getting on my email list. I do send out cool stuff from time to time. Anyways, so some guy used data dredging to create an example uh, an, of a graph that shows the correlation between the number of letters in the script's National Spelling Bee's winning word and the number of people in the United States that get killed by venomous spiders. Did you know that there is a correlation between the two? Just by looking at this graph anyways, it would appear that these two things are related to each other. Just imagine the headline I could create from this graph. Data shows winning spelling bee words accurately predict spider, bite, spider bites. Now, of course, it would be ridiculous, but I could say the data proves it. 
even though there's not really a correlation. Some guy just looked for two things that seemed, if you graphed them, to kind of go along the same curves and put them together, even though they have nothing to do with each other. So the problem behind data dredging is that in our society, we've been so trained to believe that if someone has a statistic for something, then it must be true. And while yes, Stats can and do tell us information. We have to know that they can also be manipulated in a way that tells us information that just flat out isn't true or that a correlation exists where it doesn't actually exist. A true and somewhat famous example of this statistical fallacy happened um, when a science journalist named John Bohannon created an intentionally false and misleading study in 2015 about how eating chocolate bars every day can help you lose weight. Yes, this is a real thing. It was called chocolate with high cocoa content as a weight loss accelerator. (laughs) And the whole thing was if you eat chocolate every day, you can accelerate your weight loss. Now, does this sound crazy? Well, it's because it is crazy. This was a fake study. And in this fake study, he intentionally used bad statistics and he dredged the data so that it quote unquote showed an end result that was totally false. And his whole the whole reason that he did this is he created this little experiment on purpose to show how the media would pick up and run a totally meaningless study, this one specifically around health and weight loss. He even created a fake institute that he called the Institute of Diet and Health, doesn't exist, and he wrote a fake press release to go along with it, showing tantalizing pictures of women eating chocolate. And here's the thing, it worked. (laughs) This study was run in multiple media outlets, not just in the United States, but also in Germany, India, Australia. You guys, you see how that works? And apparently, even when reporters did call to ask about it, none of them asked for any proof. They just kind of asked puff questions to go along with their articles, and they published it as if it were real. So the question to ask yourself, when you see correlations that seem to be backed by data, is this. Is it really true that those things are related in that way? Is it really true that those things are related in that way? All right, guys, that's it for today. And that is it for our Statistical Fallacies mini-series. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with